Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark, and look, I know this doesn't sound very good, but I am recording to you from a hotel in Los Angeles. Uh, Jackie and I, Jackie, my co-host. Okay, hi. <laughs> and not, not Miles. We don't take vacations with Miles. Uh, no. Are out here just trying to still give you the weekly podcast episode, and this has been a long time overdue. This is a re-release of the uh, missing, the lost episode 49. Uh, which originally came out in November of 2017 and is where we began uh, coverage of Battle Tendency, of Part 2, the anime. And uh, I have remastered it, so there are fewer mouth noises, slightly less echo. Um, That's about it. I hope it's good. It is good, and we, we have a lot of fun. It sounds like we are excited to talk about it. I think... Our joke flow is great because we're all in person and we were all so mm. so young and naive. Um, and we get to we get to talk about a great anime and I and it once again makes me miss talking about Jojo. So I, I am looking forward to uh, Miles coming up to our neck of the woods in Jersey within the next few months. Uh, so we can do another in person episode. Are we gonna do that? We should plan that. We are, we are. We, we've talked about okay, it. Okay, okay, nice. And I'm looking forward to Stone Ocean coming back. But for now, I've taken out all of the copyrighted music. I think I used Sting and something else. And that's what got it taken down because of stupid DMCA crap. And so for anyone who's been listening to this uh, podcast from the beginning, if you just discovered us and thought, let me start from episode one. Hey, why don't you talk about the beginning of, you know, Battle Tendency and Joseph Joestar? Well, here it is. I hope you found this. Is this uh, is, is this at the point where we were covering three episodes at a time, or I believe so. Oh, okay. Wow, nice. Yeah, so we really, really go into it. Um, so yeah, if you want some nostalgia from the earlier days of the JJB Pod uh, project, this is it. And there will be no music because I'm editing this remotely, and that's too much of a pain in the ass. But if you want, you could pause here and imagine like 15 seconds of, of video game music. I could sing something. Or we could just do like beep, beep, boop, boop, boop. Here's the music. Okay. Yay. Uh, beep, beep, boop, 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 boop. boop, boop, boop. <laughs> we nailed it. All right. Enjoy this episode. We'll see you next week when we talk about something. Well, it'll be a new episode about something old, probably. Bye. Say bye. Bye. Hello and thanks. <laughs> All right, let's try this. No, we're not trying that. No. Hello and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark, and like I am every week, I am joined by Speedwagon, Jackie, Jackie. Hey, I hope you guys voted days ago. Okay, so we we, we got the one voice and the other voice. It's Miles. I already told you that. No, you didn't. I said I was Jackie, didn't I? We have Jackie and Miles. I always have to clear it up. Um, Yeah, we hope you voted. We did. We've been talking about it. We're recording this as results come in. And it turns out the devil won. No, um, we're we're, we're fairly happy. I Um, always vote for the devil. But as far as turning, turning a new chapter, turning a new leaf, 
bringing in the next Joestar. Woo! We have a very special episode. Yay! We're going to be talking about episode 10 of season one. This is the happiest I've ever been. Wow. <laughs> Jackie my, and I got married. Oh my in my God. whole life. And this is not it. Uh, we're talking about JoJo in New York or New York's JoJo. Yes. Let's get this straight. It's here's ranking best days of Jackie's life. <laughs> Watching this episode for the, for second, the second time. time. And yeah. doing a podcast. Number two. Watching it for the first time. <laughs> Number three. I maybe guess, getting married I to me. I guess the wedding. Maybe. <laughs> um, I w- no, actually, I would say uh, when we went to the Canary Islands and we were looking at the volcanoes and stuff. Okay. It, was, I, it was cool kept, when we were above the clouds. And I kept saying, the world is so majestic and wonderful. You did say that, and it was true. But not as good. No, as, as today, just now. JoJo's episode 10 yes. again. So this is part two we're starting, <laughs> which is called Battle Tendency, or it's four Japanese characters that I don't know how to translate for you. Why did, but what I is, what's it, this mean, Battle Tendency? Like someone who tends to fight. Oh... It, it could mm. be called like a tendency for battle That's or something. It's a very stodgy translation. Yeah. I mean, Phantom Blood doesn't really mean much either. I don't yeah, know. but it's cool. It is cool. It is cool. Battle tendency isn't cool. Stardust Crusaders is cool. Yeah. Diamond is Unbreakable is cool. Battle tendency is a little bit square. Golden Wind is cool. Do you guys want to hear the other one? I think that's why I like it because I'm a square. Battle tendency. Golden Wind. Stone Ocean. Steel Ball Run. What? These sound like... Jojolian is the last one, Jackie. Okay. These sound like what? Like uh, either stand attacks or Sailor Moon attacks. Jojolian. I guess Hummel attacks is really what It's from Japan, so the answer is yeah. Um, Anyway. They do, but not Battle Tendency and... uh, Battle Tendency. Uh, is unbreakable. If you have feelings or thoughts about anything we have said or will say in this episode, please write to us at jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. They you can also it. please follow us on Twitter. Shut up, Miles. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter and tweet us dumb shit uh, at JJBpod uh, or comment on the SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash JJBpod. A few people have elected to do that. They could have called it Bellicose. Belligerent. Oh my God. Would you really start with Bellicose? Belligerent is not bad. Quarrelsome. Oh man. What, what are you, you looking what for? What do you look up? Just like. Pug- pugil- are you on a thesaurus right pugilative? now? Pugilative. Like, yeah, pugilative. <laughs> What are you is, that, doing? is that really there? No. Oh. What is this? Just, Just words that mean prone to fighting. Yeah. Oh. Quarrelsome. Quarrelsome. Quarrel- ah, that's what we. Yeah. What does he say? We need to stop needlessly quarreling amongst ourselves. <laughs> uh, if you know where that's from, sorry. Um. Yeah. So we do have uh, some correspondence corner to go over. Um, correspondence, correspondence corner. corner. Da 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> So our story with this email starts on Reddit where we post the episodes on uh, slash r slash Stardust Crusaders. Uh, where do you post the episodes? Gone Wild? No, I just said Stardust Crusaders. Oh, oh the Reddit Android app has crashed. That's cool. Um, yeah, um, so we got a comment from user McNarnar who said, new listener here, love this podcast. Thank you for keeping me entertained. Hey, we love you too. On my commute to work, I'm trying... I'm going to try and rewatch the anime along with the podcast episodes in anticipation for the part five announcement. It's Yay! gonna happen sometime, maybe. <laughs> and this was this was a maybe. almost a month ago. I was like, thanks. We hope it gets announced. We're gonna do Rohan. And we did do Rohan, so I hope you heard that. Um, although you're probably still catching up. Um so someone else uh 
I don't think I read this. Kamini the Lad a month ago, so this is the first time listening to the podcast, and I must say that it is nicely done. You guys seem great as well. Keep up the great work. Also, I'm an English listener. Ha ha. Yay, English. Yeah. People on Reddit are nice overall. Nice and people. We got a SoundCloud comment on last uh, week's episode um, that said needs more karaoke, which I thought was funny because I was, <laughs> I was saying to Miles, I was worried that we were doing too much karaoke and then this person- People uh, love it. it, it complete enabler. <laughs> Gotta give the people what they want. But anyway- uh, McNa- I think like everyone else hates it and he's the one person that likes it. <laughs> I hope that's it. <laughs> I don't even like it. Um, so McNarnar from Reddit actually wrote us a full email. And it goes like this. Hey there, this Hi. is McNarnar from Reddit. Hi, McNarnar. Just some quick questions for all of you. Okay. Mark, since you've read the manga, feel free to answer from the series as a whole. Uh, which stand, number one, which stand featured in the anime or manga do you like the most fa- so far design-wise or in general? Do you guys have answers? I have answers. <sighs> um. What's, uh? so anything scary is my answer. Right. Um, so you said we, we talked about this a little bit. Yes. You said you did like the hanged man, the reflection stand. From the hanged Stardust man Crusaders. is creepy. I like I liked the design I a lot. Like Just that. like mummy with like a wrist knife. Like I love a wrist knife. Yes. I'm surprised if anyone cosplayed that, they would that would instantly be my favorite JoJo cosplay. It's so cool. I like uh, Rohan's stand. Yep. That one is also creepy. Conceptually, or you just like the little boy in the dumb hat? Well, I like the power. Yeah. Okay. This is the concept of what it does. I like. I like watching people's faces uh, split open and turn into pages mm. of books. Wow. Um, yeah, the stand itself isn't that cool. I think it's but, just a little boy. But like the, it's such a cool and creepy visual effect of what he does. Mm. And this isn't a stand, but I really liked Doobie. He was creepy. Yeah, the zombie from Part One is pretty cool with the snake face. He has a snake face. Ooh. That's not a stand. It's cool. It is cool. And uh, what's the what's the baby? Oh, we uh, I showed Jackie again, and we were talking about creepy stands, and she mentioned something about dreams, and so I showed her Death Thirteen. Uh, I mean, she's Which seen I'd it, f- but she forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, I forgot about it, but then I remembered. It's only in it. the TV adaption of Stardust Crusaders. It's the um, I don't want to say whose stand it is, but it is a interesting mix between like a, a Grim Reaper guy. and a clown at a yeah. carnival. So he's got a big scythe and floats around, and he says "La Liho." He's creepy. Uh, I'm, about, I'm about the same. I like the creepy shit too. I really like cream, vanilla ice stand. I think it's cool with the skeleton face and the horns and it eats itself. I like Killer Queen a lot. I don't think Killer Queen is scary, but I think he looks cool and I feel bad for him because I don't think he asked to be a part of any of this. <laughs> is Killer, Killer Queen, Queen a man or a lady? Uh, we don't know. Um, I've just decided that it's a man. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would I would think it's a guy. I also uh, like Killer Queen. I like his, his dumb face with no expressions. Um, and I think the world is pretty cool. Um, Dio's stand with its, with its like cool oxygen tank stuff and as far as stuff outside of what we've talked about or seen um, I didn't like it at first but I do like uh, I'll say D4C or Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap it becomes abbreviated to D4C what is that? it's a stand from part 7 Steel Ball Run oh I really not, wish I, I could tell you I, I really wish I could tell you who the user was and what it does but i'm afraid they'd both be spoilers but i'll say that that at first i really wasn't on board but i like some of the effects that we see it has and i like the cubes that i had to like google and look up what those cubes are and how they function in real life and it was this really cool little geometric math thing that araki like doesn't explain has nothing to do with its power but he just liked them aesthetically and threw them into the comic which i thought was a really cool detail and d4c itself looks uh, interesting it's like a weird rabbit uh miles uh, I was going to say Kira. You mean his stand? Yeah, and I also liked um, Abdul's stand. 
because it's okay. just like simple and heavy and elemental. Yeah. Mm. That's cool. And the email goes on. Second, who is your favorite JoJo slash Joestar? Joseph. Young Joseph specifically. Specifically young Joseph today, right now. But I, I he he's been he's always been my favorite. The part this part has always been my favorite. That's why I'm mm-hmm. really excited today. Mm-hmm. And in general. Okay. For me, it's Josuke because... Because what? Why? I mean, I think he's cooler than Jotaro because Jotaro is like a little bit too aloof. Mm. But mm. my real favorite That's is true. Rohan. It's not, not a Joestar. Uh, oh, also honorable mention to someone that I'm not going to say because it's a spoiler, but they're in the Joestar family and my Miles may find out about this person soon. <sighs> in and yeah, I'm not going to say anything, anymore. Oh but I have mixed God. feelings about this person, and you will learn more as these episodes go on. I I think I will probably just say if I had to pick like one from one arc, maybe I'll just say Josuke. Um, but overall, I would probably have to say Joseph because we get to see him over three generations, and I like old Joseph. I like young Joseph. In some ways, I like old Joseph, not very old, by the way. I don't mean Diamond is Unbreakable Joseph. I mean. Stardust Crusaders, Indiana Jones. He's good in that. I like him karate chopping Polaroid cameras. Yeah. Um, in some ways, I like him better than young Joseph, actually. Um, Wrong. But just the fact that he has those different facets makes him really cool. He seems like the main Joe star because he's in three seasons. So the reasons why uh, I haven't said why I like young Joseph. You haven't continued to watch, have you now? I mean, no, I haven't watched. You're saying as of what you've seen. Watching. Yeah, okay, whatever. Sorry. Jackie. Should I do that? Yes. Jackie, go ahead. Hello. Um, so he's my favorite because Joseph. of, yes, young Joseph Yep. has the fucking mind games on lock. He's over here observing your shit and predicting what you're going to do and then like using his smart brain <laughs> to do things. Also, uh, after rewatching this episode, I think he's really cute. I mm-hmm. forgot that he was cute. Also, watching this after um, seeing, you know, because like when I watched this originally, it was like the Josephs I knew in order were, were or the Josephs, the Joe stars I knew, the JoJo's I knew were Jonathan first, who is like eh, probably my least favorite, even though he's okay. Then Joseph, who is cool. And then Jotaro, who I didn't like as much. And then Josuke, who I also didn't like as much. But the but comparing, just thinking about um, young Joseph versus uh Jotaro, like Jotaro is just kind of an asshole. Yeah, it, it really feels against type for Araki. It doesn't feel like a character he would write as like a primary character. It's weird. I'm thinking he, I, I'm thinking Jotaro is like maybe playing into what 90s kids yes. thought was cool. 100%. So it must be that. Whereas like young Joseph is more of like a genuine good guy hero which I, I like i think also with with jotaro he's sort of like a tsundere type character where like you live for those moments where he is like human and vulnerable right but they almost never happen in part three there's like a little bit more later on you see him grow a little bit but he seems like the type of person where if you met them you might be like oh they might have some complicated personality under there but i, I don't know how much that's really explored in the series but there's definitely more to come and a lot I have not remembered. So 
you guys stick around so it's not just me talking into a microphone on top of a box. I'm going to be really excited. Guys, you're going to hear a lot from me whether you like it or not because I I'm, like it. I am excited. Uh, this is Hype. this is this is designated as for me, but I don't think it has to be. Number three, do you collect any JoJo's merch? No. Miles uh, is a man without uh, any sort of um, sentimentality. I have a T-shirt that it's I a bought. A part two T-shirt. A part two T-shirt because it's my favorite. Guys, I'm not kidding. <laughs> no, at this point, no one's like I'm skeptical. Like, <laughs> no I mean, one's like mm, I think really she's just no. Um, so I bought it off the internet. I'm sure it's not official. Yeah, I, it's a bootleg. It's I, just it's just one of the. I think it's a Redbubble, but it's uh it's like from Redbubble or something. But it's Young Joseph with the mask. Right? <gasps> no, 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 the, like an oxygen mask. Yeah, the oxygen. It's mask. from one of the volumes, like one of the Tonkobone like uh, collected uh, chapter covers. It's I, I don't know which number, but it's it's. If you look up like, you know, fucking Battle Tendency Tonkobo and you'll find this thing. It looks cool and I look cool when I wear it. It's true. Uh, <laughs> Jackie bought me some JoJo merch. I did. Bought me um, like a Killer Queen two-pack thing. So it's a shirt that's really cool with Killer Queen, although Japanese And sizes. Tupac? Yep. And uh, Tupac Shakur is in it. And uh, it's got, first of all, Japanese He's sizes kidding. run small. So... I'll still wear it, but man, it's gotten tight. The Killer Queen shirt is awesome. It glows in the dark a little bit. Can we see your bit. titties when you wear it? Um, <laughs> you, you can see them anytime you want, baby. Yeah. Um, and it's also got a like, sweatpants of Kosaku, Kira's like, second uh, body, just his face. But the sweatpants are like Japanese fashion sweatpants where they're super baggy up top and like they're tight at the bottom. like They fit around your socks, which oh, a, I like that. a are super weird for me to wear because you're like, what is this person doing? It just does not fit me. But be the most comfortable combination possible. Um, however, when I did try to drive in them somewhere, everything fell out of my pockets. <laughs> um, I also have two Iggy figurines. I have a Iggyrines. Oh, we bought those in Japan. Mark we bought, bought them used in, in Japan, Japan at one of the um, 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 Mandarake stores. I think what do you the main mean one. used? You can buy used figurines. Oh, why yeah, would cheap. someone sell the figurines though? Like they've lost everything in a terrible yeah. stock market crash. Oh, I've seen shit like that. Yeah, people on Facebook are like, "I'm sorry, but somebody got sick. I have to sell my entire Nintendo collection." Aww, oh, that's awesome. That's sad. No, it's oh, not awesome. Or you get married and somebody's like, "Can you sell half of this shit?" Yeah, it's why awesome you for so you toys? if you get it. We're gonna for have cheap, a baby. Right? <laughs> yeah, um, and I have we have uh, something that I got at actually locally in New York in Kinokuniya. I bought a random. I think it was there. Yeah, random part for like pin, and it's the J from a certain piece of art Otaki did for Diamond Zombie. It's got Koichi on it, so it's fine. Um, I think and you also have a bunch of the manga as well, right? Hard copies. I have all of Phantom Blood in the original Japanese. Yeah, mm. I got the DVDs for the Stardust Crusaders 2000s OVA, which is the worst. And I've got bootleg ass tarot cards, um, along with the real ones that came with those DVDs. And I have Jojo Valer. Also, Jackie bought that for me. So the really awesome art book that came out five years ago. Uh, so no, I don't collect any Jojo merch. Buying jo Jojo mm. merch for Mark is pretty easy. Like if mm -hmm. <laughs> like a gift for Mark, it's like, let me find some cool Jojo stuff. It's incredible how much there is now too. Now that the anime like blew everything back open, there's like, you can get like super stylish like handbags and like beach towels that oh, are I just like killer things. queen. And I like, want a stylish handbag. Rohan and ties Rohan. and underwear and stuff. It's And it's really good some of it's like paired with really good companies so but you have to navigate japanese sites i didn't know how much you guys like the show until this podcast you're learning so much I about mean, us we're liking it more because we started watching yeah I, well yeah i guess yeah we like it <laughs> oh 
yeah, I don't know what to like tell you. It. I don't have any, like, I keep meaning to buy one of the, like, figure arts or um, I forget the other big companies that make these, like, JoJo figurines or action figures, whatever you want to call them. But I never know where to start. Like, there's just so many, and I don't want to start buying a lot. Um, It's cool, though. You can buy, like, Dio in one pose or, like, Dio with, like, limited edition colors. And it's, like, because in JoJo's, there's no canon colors. It'll just be, like... Jojo wearing orange and black. Fuck you, whatever, and it looks cool. Um, but there's a lot of cool figurines out there. Some of them were used in Mandarake as well, but I again didn't know where to start. So, and he finishes the email, uh, just saying thanks again for the great content every week. I'm looking forward to hearing you all talk about part two. Stick around, as it is my favorite part because Joseph is best Jojo by far. I fuck a- yes. Dude. So Jackie is the winner of this week's email. No, he is the winner of this podcast today from me. McNarnar. Thank you, McNarnar, for being correct. Are you sure it's not McNarnarnar? Can you yeah, double check w- that? Why would it be that? Why wouldn't it be that? So the episode- Is it because it could also be McNarnarnarnar? What are you doing right now? <laughs> this is like that tweet that was like, Big Bird's name implies that there could be a even bigger bird in Sesame Street named Biggest Bird. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, or that the idea that, that, that Doritos is really just like taking place of some giant chip called the Doro out True. there. And there's just True. little versions of it. Um, I love it. This has been Mark Reads Twitter. Uh, <laughs> so Twitter jokes. Best of Twitter. Part two starts. Oh, we're starting a, it. With just a plane propeller in your face speeding up. And we get a brief recap. Basically, we see this old man with a scar on his face. And it's been 50 years since the uh, events of Phantom Blood and Jonathan Joestar dying happened. Spoiler alert. Uh, what? And the old man we see before us is a... Speedwagon. Much older Speedwagon. He's an old oil tycoon. That's right. He struck yeah. it rich. Which is weird that he lives in New York, but maybe he has multiple homes. I don't know. His superpower he's is that he's rich. Money. Yeah, he's got oil money. He could do whatever he wants. I guess so. Um, Except um, don't save himself from the rising... Yeah. Waters. Yeah. Um, so he's basically, he's going on a trip uh, to Mexico. Well, for Straits, spring break. Straits is there and mm-hmm. he's like, hey, come with me. And uh, old man Speedwagon is like, Straits, you look so young for your age. Your like skin is so tight. What makeup Did he, cream no, do you? No, he didn't say what, all this. What <laughs> cream do you use to no. Stay so young. He says, I can't believe we're the same age. You look young. <laughs> and then you are a looked user. at the camera and he was like, maybe it's Maybelline. No, none of this happened. <laughs> makeup is not involved. <laughs> well, it's uh, not makeup. It's like, a, what's it called? Like anti-aging cream. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> um, so they get in a plane and they fly to Mexico. Why does, why? For spring break. Oh, for spring break? For a donkey yeah. show. <laughs> oh, um, that's okay. right. I was going to bring it up on the podcast. Um, <laughs> Well, something we saw at the end of uh, season one as like a uh, epilogue thing was there is this thing in a cave that you got to see and it matters to them because they already dealt with this stone mask vampire stuff that but came from... Speedwagon doesn't know that that's what he's going to see. Yes, he does. Does he? He, he wants to show straights it. Yeah. Yeah. He's oh, the... Speedwagon is showing straights? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. his oh, team thought... of archaeologists found oh, it. Oh, because he's rich. I thought that Straits was showing it to Speedwagon. No, I get the feeling that Straits already knew about it, but Speedwagon oh. was going to show him anyway and is, yeah. Okay. That so, it, basically, Speedwagon 
leads them into this cave and it's enormous and they go to this main like giant chamber where there's all these like pillars and a big main pillar in the middle that has like a dozen stone masks and they're all a little bit different but it's kind of like oh shit this was scary it reminded me of like when they like in aliens, aliens or something yes when they walk in and they see all the little eggs and you're like oh shit don't yeah move. <laughs> it's it's that same thing of like remember that thing that was scary on its own in the first thing well guess what same thing with stranger things season two I didn't see it. Don't spoil it's anything. It's so good. Stranger Things is good. You've already ruined so it for me. So good. But. I have him trying to finish Narcos first. No, don't. Just watch Stranger Things. Well, remember in, in season two of Narcos when there's so many Pablo Escobars? When they see yes, like 12 of them in yes, one room yes, and they're yes, like, yes. oh no. <laughs> um. Anyway. So they look and there's this figure of a man with his huge hair uh, encased in, in stone and all he these masks. curly hair. Curly long hair. What yeah. is that all about? I don't remember who that is. I thought he he looked like a stand to me. Um, yeah, because his his armor, his chest is like very complicated. There's like yeah. a bunch of metal rings and shit in it. Um, is he one of the? Um, you're not being coy, so no? I guess I'm wrong. He's, I mean, he's he's one of them, but he's not one of them. Mm. I can't figure out a way to communicate this to you without Mark psychically tell me. Okay. Oh my All right. god. Understood. All right. I just looked at her like I was scared and she somehow understood. Um, <laughs> so basically Speedwagon is expressing his concerns to Straits and is asking him to destroy uh this man that's in the pillar because we know it's gotta be like Dio. And wait. Why? Huh? He, oh, he asked You straights. said pillar. Yeah, it's a pillar. Yeah, he's it's a big it. vertical column. Okay. Anyway, continue. Yes. Uh, 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 <laughs> the answer is yes, I guess, to your your question. But I was just okay. wondering if you were thinking that it was a specific group and the answer is not really okay um anyway uh, hi miles hello welcome to the show so thank you so much it's so, great to be here the straights does not immediately grab this thing and punch a bunch of hamon into it um he's the successor for tom petty by the way tom petty's gone where'd he go uh, he died he was old yeah but um, he had hamon a, a couple weeks ago he died he didn't you didn't read about it no did did they have the service yet Oh, wait, are you making a Tom Petty joke? God yeah, damn it, I know. Everybody. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, no, it's fine. <laughs> I want to pull out a harmonica and just blow the sweet Mary Jane's last dance uh, solo. Anyway. Back on track. Back on track. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, so Straits is like, what about uh, Joseph Joestar? And Speedwagon's like, um, I don't know why you're asking about what him. About him? Then flashback, boom. Flashback. He's like, didn't he save your life once? Like, isn't he a Hamon user? And, and Speedwagon's like, yeah, he did. And there's this flashback. And so like, this kind of starts this habit. And by the way, we haven't cut back to New York yet, but we will. Mm-hmm. This habit of this, this season. Well, not back. We, we're not in New York yet. I think they dipped in New York before no. you asked this question. Yeah, All right. They had that little robbery scene. Oh, actually, you're yeah. right. You're, you're, skipping the, uh, you're skipping the New York part. Yeah, because when they cut back and forth, I figure that's hard to remember, and I don't see the point in cross-cutting during a summary. I think let's just finish one story, okay, and then you know that's fair. Yeah, I, yeah, I did yeah, that yeah, in part yeah, four yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, they flash back to Speedwagon as a slightly younger man when uh, Joseph was thirteen. Still hideous. Wow, rude. He just has a scar. He can't help it. Yeah, it's completely disfiguring. All right, so they're in a plane because uh, Speedwagon <laughs> is rich, and it's been hijacked by three dudes in cool costumes because he's rich and somehow they're going to hold him for ransom and they've got the pilot you know undergun and they've got speedwagon undergun and uh joseph is just in the back of the plane and he's reading a comic book did you guys notice what comic book young 13 year old joseph was reading? was it pink dark boy it was not that did not exist yet um spider-man nope 
close uh, uh, in a, well in a way uh, superman it was bow but what's funny is in the, what is that bow bow was araki's comic before jojo mm. oh um, I've wait how is spider-man close well he actually ended up saying superman in the comic book the manga joseph is reading superman Oh, okay. But they can't, you know, to get that in anime form and then license it out to other territories. It's going to be hard to have a Superman comic. Um, and the gunman is like, hey, you sitting back there, get up to the front. And the guy's like, this doesn't concern me. You know, Joseph is like, this doesn't concern me. And I just want to read my comic book. And he gets. That's, so, so Joseph reads manga. He's, at the time, he's he a, did. He's a British guy that reads manga. Do people, sure. did people in England care about manga? English listeners, write in uh, and what, tell what us is if, this in like the twenties? Like, what, tell what us decade if there was manga in? back in the twenties. I, I assume that. Well, what 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 decade are we in? I think it was the thirties, actually. It's the thirties or forties, and okay. um, no, it's supposed to be Superman. So I, I I would imagine that Superman being one of the biggest comics at the time probably was was exported. To so the fact that it right. was a manga was an anachron would be an anachronism. Yeah. Also, the fact that it's a manga that didn't come out for fifty years. Yes. Oh. Okay. It was Bao, which didn't come out till the 80s. You could have just said yes. All right. <laughs> so Joseph disobeys the hijackers. They hit him with the rifle. And then Joseph is like, hey, you knew when you hijacked this plane that it might crash, right? And they don't answer. And he grabs the temples of the pilot. And he just somehow forces a bunch of Hamon into his head, which I didn't know that Hamon would have any effect on humans. But I, I guess it makes sense that it would. Um, but he knocks the pilot out. Why wouldn't it? It's energy, know. man. I thought it was just for vampires. No, it's energy. It affects wine. Yeah, and water and goes through frogs. But, but it doesn't yeah, hurt the frog. It doesn't hurt the frog. Well, because you control it. If you wanted to hurt the frog, you could hurt the frog. Oh, my God. <laughs> Zeppeli was a saint. Um, he could have been like, check this out and chop through a frog and the rock. Be like, okay, you fucking sicko. Um, so the pilot gets knocked out and the plane starts to flip around. So the henchmen are like knocked, uh, you know, asunder so they can't shoot people with their guns and speedwagon is like joseph what the hell are you doing and joseph's like wrap the pilot in the seat cushion we're gonna jump and somehow they jump out of the plane and, live, and the plane <laughs> and crashes safely. and we, have, we assume the hijackers die who knows <laughs> and uh speedwagon he's already a murderer at a young age yeah speedwagon is like he's like you don't think things through and it's funny because jackie is right in pointing out that Joseph is very much about fucking with his opponent and like yes. mind games and like analyzing and telling you what you're going to do in advance. Mm -hmm. But they paint him in this episode especially as being like really like rash and hot headed, like hot headed and like, ah, he just does what he wants. Oh, I didn't think so. They say it. He says like, oh, I always act without thinking. And so you think he's sort of um, quarrelsome? <laughs> Which makes sense for the fact that Josuke, his future illegitimate son, is going to be uh. very hot headed. I thought that was a trait of these guys. I thought they were, aren't they all no, like that? Jonathan's not how to hit it at all. What, that it, they're not belligerent? Jonathan, not Jonathan, but it starts, I think it starts with Joseph and it carries through with all the, all the I, other I ones. I don't, I think Jotaro is very cold. I don't think he's prone to anger though. I think he only strikes out when he, when he wants to. Really? Yeah, I don't think he's prone to, I think he's yeah. just sort of a dick. And then when he needs to, he'll hit you, but he doesn't do it without thinking. Um. He's a little bit bellicose. Stop. Stop using words that I don't know. <laughs> He's a little Bella Lugosi. You got to define these words. Um, so that's just a quick flashback. And let's go back to the uh, the present, at least in Mexico. So he's like, why are you asking me about Joseph Joestar? And then straight, instead of destroying the Pillarmen, uh, suddenly all of the army men that, I don't know who they are, I guess part of the Speedwagon Foundation, Speedwagon's bodyguards, are all cut in half. 
and they all die right behind straights. And he's like, for some reason, he says, I just murdered these men. I guess maybe Speedwagon trusted him so much he would have been like, what invisible trap cut them in half? <laughs> but it's sort of an awkward line of dialogue. Like, clearly you murdered them. Um, and he explains that, you know, Hamon has kept him younger straights, but he always envied Dio. He was so beautiful and young and powerful. Sorry, because you're going out of order, I didn't. I wasn't looking at my notes for this part of what you were talking about. So now I looked at my notes and now I need to say things. Go ahead. Okay. I don't look at my notes at all. I usually throw them in at the end. Well, I Straight have from the opinions. top of his dome. I have opinions. Go ahead. Um, one thing I noticed is they call when in the flashback they call, um, Joseph Jojo. I think this is this the first time. Did they refer to Jonathan as Jojo? Yes, they did. Everybody, 100%. everybody called him Jojo. I don't know about everybody, but it was many times happened. So he was called Jojo, and then yes. he has a grandson and everybody yes. also calls him jojo we're gonna get into their family tree in a minute yeah okay um and okay so there's that but then um one thing that stood out for me about joseph at that is that he loves his grandma so much yes arena he's like he's like in the flashback he's like i'm trying to protect you speedwagon i'm trying to protect my grandma arena right um so i thought that, that was sweet and then when the flashback ends, speedwagon says that he that uh Jonathan, that sorry, that Joseph is uh, far from a gentleman. Far from a gentleman, which yeah. I thought was rude. Well, I mean, what do you mean far from a gentleman? What does that mean? I thought he was perfect, he perfectly fine. Didn't uh, he's a little bit rough around the edges. He didn't beat up those men because they were harassing a girl. That was the problem. If they hijacked, <laughs> if they hijacked a girl instead of a plane, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I don't get it. Well, what about what he did was not he also, gentleman? I mean, he also didn't jump into action. He waited until he was provoked, like when they were pointing a gun at him and then hit him with the rifle. That's the only time he decided to take over, and he put their all their lives in danger. None of that feels very gentlemanlike. Like they, the plane could have crashed. And they right, he died. was indifferent until his comic book was interrupted. You hear me over there? Hi. Oh my god. What? I was saying that like he only leapt into action once they hit him with a rifle, and then when he did, he just jeopardized everyone's lives. Fine, whatever. He's a gentleman. No, that you no. That's what I thought. <laughs> All right. Well, hang on. Let me just. He's let, my kind of guy. Let's get through Mexico. My kind of guy. All right. Um, I'll keep, <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> and uh, so, Straits murders everybody, which is like what? It's the sudden heel turn of Straits, and he explains no. that. He wanted to be young and powerful and beautiful like Dio all these years. Yeah. And there's a, now there's a new opportunity with these other masks that he sees on the pillar. Your blood will grant me immortality. What he says to Speedwagon. It's this weird thing where they feel like to be a vampire, you have to get the blood of someone you know or something. But that was never really the case. I don't think. Well, so this is the plan. I know what his I plan is. I think you're right. <laughs> I didn't even tell you. I know already. He wants to kill everybody that knows about the masks. Yes. Yeah. So that's why he was like, "Oh, great! I got you! I got you all in one place. Let me kill right. y'all, and then I'll and I'll go over and I'll kill uh, JoJo and Arena. Arena, and no one will stop me." And that's why he asks about Joseph's Hamon abilities. It seems like Joseph has not trained his Hamon at all. He just kind of can use it without knowing why. We'll explain in a minute. Yeah, but he's doing some scouting right now. He's figuring himself out. So Straits wants to know what he's going to be up against because he's about to become a mask vampire. So he puts the mask on, he kicks Speedwagon in the head really hard, and then takes some of his blood and gets all the rainbow blue red mask transformation animation. And that's the last we hear of him for a little while. R.I.P. Speedwagon. Rest in (sighs) petroleum. Yes. Oh, good. That's good. I don't get it. It's like uh, what gasoline is. Petroleum. Petrol. 
I still don't get it. It's what British people call rest in peace, rest gasoline. in peace, rest in because he's an oil tycoon. Oh, he's an oil tycoon. Oh, okay, that's the that's the piece right. I was yes, missing. Yes, thank I you. <laughs> um, very good, Miles. Thank you. <laughs> Descansa en aceite. What? Uh, rest in oil in Spanish. Um, so anyway, it's the same time in New York. And we've got New York, 1938. We've got narration by Smokey. The big city. Wait, we don't know who Smokey is. I know. I'm about to intro him. Okay. We don't have narration though yet, I think. He does. He goes, I was about to oh. get a new mark or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yes. I feel like he's the Koichi of the season. Pretty much. Where you're like, oh, it's going to be about Smokey. And then Except like, Jackie doesn't kidding. hate him. Yeah, I like I like Smokey a lot. Smokey, whose last name is Brown. Weird. Smokey Brown. Isn't Smokey uh, Brown a, a musician? No, maybe, but it's it's indicated. It's, it's supposed to be like Smokey Robinson. It's supposed to be a reference to Smokey Robinson, apparently. So why do they call him Smokey Brown? Because he didn't want it to be too on the nose, maybe I guess. Maybe it's a combination of Oddly. like Smokey Robinson <laughs> uh, and like James Brown or somebody. Yeah. This is the one thing. It, it's a little to too on the nose. It feels like for this chapter, at least, Araki discovered that black people exist. And then was well, like, it's wonderful. There probably weren't that many in England in the 1800s. No, but just the fact that he's like, Especially, his last name's going to be Brown. And then Smokey, like uh, Smokey Robinson, a black singer. And then police. Um. Anyway, so he's like, yeah, I was looking to rob somebody. And Miles, you take over. Uh. So it shows this guy who's six foot five buying a refreshing coca-cola from a street vendor um but as he's it's a, a it's a cocoa cola oh it's not a co it's not for like it's not coca they don't have that big product placement like they do in part four no. with the giant pepsi they, they did in the comic oddly but yeah here it's cocoa Oh. Maybe because they gave themselves up to pepsi at some point yeah, they sold their souls <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is a pepsi show um and then smoky basically as he's paying for the soda, steals the wallet and runs off into an alley. He's like, that was so easy. But then these two like awful policemen corner him and they start roughing him up. And the cop pins Smokey, who's like a young black boy up against a wall. And he's all like bloody and stuff. And he goes, I think he says he'll take him to jail for 20 years unless you give me $20 a week and half of everything that you steal. Right. By the way, in the comic, originally, he uses a term that is derogatory for black people. Oh, but no. But they, they cut it down to just be like something more generically insulting. Yeah, you can't do that, Araki. I, I think it's realistic. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's true. I, <laughs> I, I, I think it's kind of cool. Smokey's a good character. He's likable. He's the narrator. He's a little black boy. That's kind of cool. Because there's not a lot see, of those in manga. Yeah, especially in manga, and true, he doesn't. He isn't treated very well by bad people uh, because racism, and also cops generally are not so great sometimes. Um, sometimes. <laughs> so I thought that that was like pretty realistic. Um, so go Smokey and I go Araki for not being like weird about it. Not being too weird. He's, anyway. I was gonna say he's, he's pretty. A, he's a little weird, a little about, weird it, about it, but not. Smokey Brown. It's not like I don't know. Sometimes I would like watch something, and I'm like, this is problematic. But I wasn't feeling that way about this. Yeah, I, and all the people who are racist are so like 
awfully like just <laughs> awful disgusting. caricatures of like americans wait what is that word you just said <laughs> they're awful like caricatures of that's it. how you say that word yeah i thought it was caricature it's caricature whatever that's how i say it what's the matter you only read you don't talk to people yeah okay but yes caricatures of they're they're like just giant like almost pig animal yeah, yeah horrible well, well the, the the fucking cop looked like a pig and i was literally like, oh looked like a pig it's pretty horrible god but uh what was it i was gonna say oh yeah like sometimes you'll watch something and there's like there's like racism in it and you're like not sure what the intent of the writers were like they don't i don't know araki or or the the anime here is like very explicitly like these people are bad like they they like beat you over the face with the fact that they're bad you you don't want to identify with these people mm-hmm. um that might be a little bit too much, but I kind of like it. So I'm telling yeah. you, this episode starts out with everything being like high octane, like plane crash, hijack, five people dead, heel turn, fucking beating up police people, like just a lot of like stake raising craziness. Um, so Smokey is cornered and being called names and threatened and extorted. And then Jojo shows up. Right. And he's all cool in his silhouette from the alley. Yeah. Because the uh, there's a source of light coming from behind him, presumably. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I didn't need to know why. Um, and he's like, excuse me, um, but that boy who stole my wallet, its uh, he didn't steal it. He's actually a friend and I was giving it to him as a gift. He's yeah. a dear friend of mine. And the police already knew Smokey's name. They called him Smokey. Mm-hmm. They've caught him before. Um, and so this this big fat cop walks up to Joseph while picking his nose very aggressively. And sometimes you got one up there and you have to oh, no, no, no. get out but by all means necessary. Um <laughs> by any means necessary. Yeah, all all was weird. You got like multiple tools going I on. think that's this is what Malcolm X was talking about, nope. picking your nose. Nope. No. Oh no. Nope. You ruined it. <laughs> ruined it. <laughs> Um, uh, so the big cop walks up to Joseph picking his nose real hard and it's like, oh, if he's such a dear friend, why don't you tell me his name and don't lie to me? And as he says that, he takes his booger out of his nose and pushes it onto Joseph's cheek. He like sticks yeah. him with his booger and it makes this like, be don't like sound effect Ugh, as it lands on so him. Gross. It's horrifying. And Joseph does not react at first, but then he just says when the cop goes back to picking his nose. Joseph says, why did you do that? He's like, I would just like to know what the purpose of that action was. And the cop's like, because I do whatever the hell I feel like it. He's like, I don't need to. And before he can even finish talking about it, Joseph punches him so hard in the hand that is picking his nose that it breaks some fingers and his finger goes through his nose. It goes like out the bridge of his nose. Like, How did this happen? His finger gets punched through the skin. It's horrifying. I don't understand. He was hit very hard. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, don't pick your nose if you're in a fight. I mean, um, he thought he was untouchable. You know, sometimes you got one up there and you have to get it out. All right. And then All right. The other cop, who's more mullety and mustachey, he looks like a 70s cop. I don't know what he's doing in 1938. <laughs> um, he points a gun at uh, Joseph and is like, you're resisting arrest. When like no, no arrest was called for or anything like that. Um, and... Joseph is holding still his Coca-Cola bottle 
and he's like coca-cola he's like you can go ahead and shoot me if you want but as soon as you go to pull the trigger i'm gonna snap your finger like a match and the guy's like you're all the way over there and then he starts to pull the trigger and this requires precise aim yeah what if he was off what if he just hit the finger and that just made the trigger get pulled he'd be dead but the bottle cap launches out basically we see hamon flow through joseph's hand into the coke bottle and then the coke explodes out launching the bottle cap at a mullet cop i don't get hamon and it <laughs> hits his knuckle and like that second joint Ooh, didn't we figure out the name of a, a pharynx what are you talking about yeah phalanx right phalanx is like a part of a, a finger bone i don't know like a joint whatever i don't remember talking about the this. end of the cop's finger like twists off and like a gush of blood it's pretty pretty gross uh so both cops are like down for the count it is our first time seeing just well he did joseph kind of taunting his enemy like i this is oh. what's go- let me tell you what's gonna happen he does that here yeah well it says you're gonna shoot your gun but it's just gonna blow up your oh finger. i see i see I, I thought yeah no um then he's like, oh shit. He's like, I reacted without thinking again. He's like, I got too angry. He's like, Granny Arena is going to kill me. And Smokey thinks to himself, what is with this guy? He just beats up the cops and then worries about his grandma? Yeah. Yeah. And Smokey, as a narrator, is telling us that, like, I guess Joseph told him that he's he doesn't he doesn't know uh, what, like, you know, he, he... He doesn't know how he's able to do this. Yeah. How he's able to use but these Hamon powers. But he's yeah. always been able to do it. And he doesn't call it Hamon because he doesn't know what it is. And then right. he goes, let's get out of here, Smokey. Right, so and he, then they become best friends. He doesn't ask him they for do. his wallet back. They don't get the wallet back. Because the cop says that he was keeping his wallet as evidence, by the way. Um, you don't need it. So basically, now we can go through the backstory of Joseph. So Jonathan, we know, died When on, we last saw Irina, she was floating away from some ship. She had a little baby in her belly and and she was holding a little baby in her arms and those babies grew up to have sex with one another. That's true. They gave birth to a a Joe star that is currently unnamed, but he died in the war and it was not known that he had any Hamon abilities, but not before he had a child that is Joseph with a woman who is no longer around. Who he presumably grew up with and had a sibling-like relationship with. We don't know that. It's like cruel intentions in, around here. So... Or wait. What? I think I just added a generation. What do you mean? Yeah, no. The The born baby is a Joe Star. The adopted baby marries the born Joe Star and then vanishes. What? And their kid is Joseph Joe Star. Right? No. Arena's baby and... The baby Jonathan that she saved the- from the boat have sex with each other and have Jonathan Joestar. No, they have Joseph Joestar. You got that way weird. Oh, Joseph Joestar. Right. Wait, no, the current Joestar. They do not. Yes, they do. Oh, wait, you're right. They do. And then, you're right, because he's a and grandchild. Then, and then the, the adopted one who was married into the family uh, disappears. And the other one dies. The in other the war. one dies in the war and is not known to have had any Hamon powers. Whew, okay. So, well, almost added a generation there. He's a, he's, he served the country. He's a hero. He had those kind of powers. <laughs> what war? Uh, I guess WW1. Probably World War I. Mm. Or uh, the little known Battle of 1903. It lasted 45 minutes, and no one knew who the participants were. Isn't that in the ended. US? 
Wasn't that in the U.S.? Oh, I just made that up. Oh. <laughs> just kidding. There was, a, they, there was a war that lasted like 48 minutes between Britain and some like island country, and it was over in less than an hour. <laughs> it was sad. Um, anyway, fucking, so Joseph has this Hamon ability, but he doesn't really know what it is. He is close with his grandma, Erina, and Speedwagon, who also, so they kind of were like his grandparents to a degree. Speedwagon, this older man, and Erina, this yeah. older woman that's biologically. Father figure and mother finger, figure. Right. He's like Arnold from Hey Arnold. Sure. Just like that. Okay. Sure, dude. Um, so he's very protective and worried about what his grandma thinks. And somehow, though, he, uh, he ends up getting into an argument with a cab driver. A cab driver almost hits him. Yeah. And being an Englishman in New York, Sting style. He goes, I'm walking here. No, he doesn't because he's English. Oh, he goes, I'm walking here. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. Uh, now, all, all our English listeners write in and tell us. Sorry. Why you hate Miles. Yeah. <laughs> and he, so basically, I guess the implication here, it's hard to tell because they both just speak Japanese, but. The cab driver yells at him like, you're an idiot. Do you think he speaks Japanese with an English accent? He says, go find a dog to lick your butt. It's like such a weird (laughs) insult. No, it's a deep burn. And then Joseph grabs him, pulls him out of the car and is like, what's that? And he puts his hand to his ear. I can't hear what you're saying. And the cab driver whispers, I know your butt's dirty. (laughs) No, it doesn't happen. (laughs) Um, He's basically just harassing this guy. But I think the idea is that he's saying like, I don't understand American English. You sound stupid. Um, but then his grandma appears and is like Joseph what are you doing and he puts the driver back in his seat and he's like oh a taxi I'm getting you a taxi that's what it is <laughs> and, and he just drives the taxi like normal yeah the guy I guess is <laughs> he, now scared he's like uh, let me do my job right it's a fair a fair is a fair yeah um, so he's taken Smokey with him so now Smokey who should probably pay for the meal uh, Joseph what meal they're going to dinner well why should Smokey pay he stole his wallet but they're fucking rich. I mean, they're rich. They they so they're like it's basically like they're on a business trip. Speedwagon paid for them to go and come to that's New York. That's right. For some Speedwagon reason. summoned them to New York, but then yeah. he left for Mexico. He probably gave them a ton a ton of money. They're fine. They're rich. Oh, so he didn't Smokey, grow up in New York. Smokey's no. stealing money for a reason. Oh, yeah. So he's just wandering New York by himself, just like killing time, buying yeah. a Coca Cola. Coca Cola, which apparently they didn't have in England yet. They had Superman comics. Feels okay. weird. So Arena just immediately takes to him. To Smokey, I mean. Yeah. yeah, they're all just like fine with him making friends with this random American kid. Oh. I um, thought that was like weeks later or something. Maybe it is. I don't think so, though. Could I, thought be. It was, I thought it was like that day. I could be wrong. No. Um, I don't know. I, it, to me, it felt like time had pa- a little bit of time had passed. Um, also, uh, so while they're in the taxi on their way to dinner, um, Joseph asks Serena if there was ever a thing between her and Speedwagon and she hits him on the head with an umbrella and she's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) She just hits him over and over with an umbrella. Yeah, it's a weird thing to imply to your grandmother. Although, I mean, it makes sense if they were the two that took care of him. Um, But he's like, I know Speedwagon was just loyal to the, you know, to the Joestar family, presumably. Um, They, a few, a few notes of mine that I missed is. How old is Joseph? Early 20s. I think. Whoa, still living with his grandma. Mid-20s? What a loser. Uh, something. Um, the Coca-Cola salesman, I mean, Coca-Cola salesman, when his wallet gets stolen, he calls, he tells Joseph his wallet got stolen and calls him, I think something like Igurisu Nissan, which means like English bro. 
like my English brother. <laughs> English bro. Like older brother, older brother Englishman. That guy stole your wallet. Um. Uh, Joseph calls one of the cops like, I think he calls him Sobaka, which means like shit idiot. <laughs> Literally. That's great. Um, at some point, Smokey, I think it's when he's like, why is this guy beating up police and then worrying about his grandma? Or it might be later actually. But at some point, Smokey says, I don't know what's going on. And yeah. that's like, I've noticed that's a Jojo trope that's happened three times so far in the series. I it know happens, it comes again later with Polnareff. It later, yeah. Maybe in Diamond is Unbreakable, somebody says it, it's but I love the It's what the viewer feels. And it's Araki too, writing. He's just like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> just what is going on? Um, All right, so we get to dinner. Uh, there is a horrible, ugly punk guy. Yeah, he, he has like a pet, like a scribbly mustache that's like in orange, and he has like a weird metal strap in the middle of his head yeah. for some reason. And he's big and he's fat and he's being. Mad racist to Smokey Robinson. Smokey Robinson. Oh. <laughs> like no, he was being racist to the Smokey Robinson, the accomplished songwriter. Right. And he was shedding those tears of a clown. Yeah. My girl. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you're supposed to go, you know. Sunshine. Oh my God! Just On a cloudy day. <laughs> really bad harmony. You can tell it's bad harmony when the sound sounds bad. <laughs> you can tell it's bad when it sounds bad. Yeah. Um. Anyway, this racist guy right. just decides to be mad racist he's to just, Smokey. He's just like, "Hey, you!" And I don't like your kind. Whatever he says, no, he, he says something. No, he calls the waiter over. Uh-huh. And it's like, waiter, what are you doing letting this beast, this like, oh, yeah, he's calling him he a says. pig. He says, boot that, it's pig. He's like, what are you doing letting this pig eat in here? He's he's ruining my appetite. The whole time he's talking, he's chomping on spaghetti that does not seem to go further into spaghetti. his Spaghetti. He's just supposed to be like a mafia guy, like a mafioso type. And no, he's not. He's a, he's a punk. But he works for a mafioso. Why do you think that? Because he was at the Smokey same table. Says that. And, no, he was at the same table. Oh, Mafioso says, I apologize for my underling's behavior. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just um, happens to have some purple shading for some reason, but that's just the I animation. He was a punk. Didn't he have a leather jacket or something? No. And a mohawk? No. I just made that up? I don't think so. Me look like a punk. He's just a weird guy. I wrote down ugly punk. That's what I wrote. He was a weird looking guy. Anyway. But apparently he was a full blooded Italian like yours truly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so then what Slurping up mama's spaghetti. So then what happens? Um. So he's racist. He says some racist things, and then JoJo is like, "Hey, Arena, is it okay if I beat the shit out of this guy?" And Arena's like, "Well, you know, people are entitled to their opinions, I guess." But he insulted your friend in front of everybody, and he, you know, he deserves to get his ass beat. But watch out for the people around him. Oh yeah, but be, but but yeah, watch out for the other guests. Which is funny because that's advice he doesn't really take later in a different battle. (laughs) Thinking about it now. True. 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 Um, anyway, this is where we see Joseph's predictive powers because he like knows exactly where the man is keeping his brass knuckles and like he notices the blood on his shirt and he's like, you were just in a fight outside, weren't you? And like, yeah, he, he just predicts all, everything that this guy is going to do basically. Yeah, we don't yeah. need to go into all of it, but he, he, he figures out what, who this guy is basically like looks right. at him. He looks at the stains that he has. He looks like the, out, he looks at the outlines in his pocket. He is more observant than me because I think he has like a hairstyle that he doesn't have and a leather jacket that he doesn't have. 
But um <laughs> Yeah, and the guy is like he like predicts like he 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 basically analyzes this guy and is like this is who you are this is what kind of weapons you have and yeah this is you know what you're gonna do next and this is how i'm gonna combat you like he analyzes that he predicts everything and he just like fucking executes it and it's perfect he somehow tricks the guy into punching a spike like on a coat rack mm-hmm. oh on a co- why is the coat rack so spiky i don't know i guess he hit it really hard and it somehow impaled it looks hand. like he hits joseph really hard a bunch i think it even makes some squishy blood noises and then joseph's like look what you've been hitting and he's been <laughs> hitting i don't know how you wouldn't know this but he's been hitting a coat rack and part of the wood has gone through the guy's hand um and then does joseph deal like a final blow or anything like that i don't remember what he does here me neither but the guy's fucked and he I'm looks just stupid. still confused about this coat rack yeah <laughs> why don't you sleep on it um can you buy this evil coat rack at ikea oh yeah um it's a coat rack that has three places to put coats and then spikes <laughs> in case you try to fuck with it it's called a blaff yeah what um so he defeats this guy and everybody in the restaurant claps yeah i thought that was really forgot nice. everyone claps everybody's that. like yay despite eating and seeing a man's hand impaled they're like hooray <laughs> they, they clap very politely too it, it looks like like they're like it's a fancy restaurant they're all upper class people and it's just a very like Oh, like a very it's a golf clap. Do you think it's a commentary on the American propensity for violence? Well, we also have had two very obese villains so far. Oh my oh. god! So I don't think Otaki thinks much of our average weights. Is this guy an Italian stereotype? I mean, he might be, but then the other guy doesn't quite look the same at all. I don't think he was. Okay. I was just asking. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's just asking questions. I don't know. You tell me. Um, well, as a full-blooded Italian, I say uh, no. Very good. Um, the other man at the table then stands up and says, "Forgive me for my, you know, the the behavior of my underling, but uh, I have some news for you that hasn't reached the papers yet." And he asks them, "Does he ask them if they know Speedwagon?" Yeah, he's like, "No." He goes, "You're Arena Pendleton, aren't you?" Right, right, right. I'm good friends with Ario Speedwagon, not the band, but the man, and. I don't know if you've heard, he did. Yeah, he died in Mexico with a bunch of people. Yeah. And Arina is definitely upset by this. And Joseph... uh, Smokey goes, I don't know if you should believe him. He's a mafioso. Yeah. And Joseph goes, I do believe him. But he still punches him really hard because he's like, (laughs) you upset my grandmother. Yeah, you don't just say it like that flatly in front of my grandmother. He loves his grandma so much. That's why he's the best because he cares and he's not afraid to show it. And he doesn't have to then announce to his grandma because I'm a gentleman. I hit that guy. Right. He just does it. Although he does kind of explain why, but he punches the guy and tells him, don't say shit like that in front of someone. You're just going to upset them really hard. And then he shoves him into the table. There's no way to deliver. You know, there's no good way to deliver news like that. You say, I'm sorry, but I'm afraid I heard that he passed away. Mm. Not he died in Mexico. You know, I just like getting news direct. Understandable. Well, you're the journalist. Um. Anyway, somehow that whole scene ends. I don't remember how that. Uh, Smokey says he doesn't know what the fuck is going on. That's when he says it. Okay. <laughs> That's good. when Smokey is like, good, good, I don't yeah. know what's happening. Yeah. Despite that, <laughs> and Arena goes, I'm like Jojo goes, don't worry. No, they find out. They they they're like, oh, it must have been straight. So. Wait, they do think that? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. I think Arena thinks to herself something about, like, she figures out some shit. She goes, it, like, 
the events of 50 years ago are coming back to haunt us. This right. has something to do with Dio, I know. And Jojo goes, don't worry. Uh, everything's going to be okay, Arena. And she goes, I'm worried about you, Jojo. And he's uh-huh. like, I accept my fate or whatever. He's like, if this is what I need to do, I accept it. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, somehow, despite being confused about everybody, Smokey decides <laughs> to go on a second date with uh, Joseph. <laughs> or rather, <laughs> he just goes on a second outing. And yes, if we wanted to pair them despite their gross age difference, it would be Smojo. No. <laughs> There's really no other way no. to do it, is there? Jokey. Joe Smo. No, Joe-jokey. Jokey. It's perfect. Jokey's good. <laughs> Joke. I like Joe Smo, actually. Joe Smo. It sounds like Joe Schmo, like a nobody. Yeah. Joe Schmo over here. It's not. Uh, for those who aren't American, although it might be in other English-speaking territories, but Joe Schmo is uh, just a term for a random dude. Do they have sloppy Joes in England? I'm Write sh- in and I, tell us. I'm sure they don't. No? Perhaps it's a sloppy Jonathan. Uh, or, uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'll see myself out. It's a um, disheveled Derek. Uh, um, so, sorry. <clears throat> we'll cut that out. <laughs> So they go to a cafe, uh, Joseph and Smokey. And did you guys catch the name of the cafe at all? Irene. It was Irene's Cafe, which might be, according Irena? to my theory, and no, a reference to Gorgeous Irene, another one of Araki's early works. Ooh. Ugh. Gorgeous Irene. Get a life, Araki. Um, no, don't. <laughs> yeah, female protagonist, and yet he complains that manga editors made him do dumb things to female characters in his comic because they were... But I guess it was more popular at that point, so they were worried about the risk of using female characters. What are you talking about? Nothing. I just was thinking about the fact that Araki had said some of the ways that he treated his female characters was due to the fact that the editing company would tell him to do certain things with their plot lines, but then he had a comic that focused exclusively on a female character, but that wasn't when he was such a cash cow, I guess. So it doesn't matter. I'm thinking out loud. Anyway, mm-hmm. they're on this... Sexy ass date at this cafe. I don't really think anything homoerotic is happening. Well, just, just not clarify. yet because it gets interrupted. No, they're just they're just not, not yet. They were gonna get to first date. That second. No, date he's is, like a child. No, no. Is, oh, they are good friends. Why That's is he friends it. with a child? Because this child clearly needs help. He steals to survive. Are you sure he's not just small like Koichi? They didn't do that stupid shit yet. Back then, everyone was the size of a person. So his size Smokey's reflects his small. age. By the way, Smokey also knows exactly how tall Joseph Joestar is. Would anyone like to guess from their memory? 165. 195. Oh, shit. 165 is pretty short, I think. I don't know. Centimeters. Yeah. It's about 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, I don't think they use centimeters in England either. No, they what? do. Don't they use the English system? Oh. For Wait, like, but for, that's for, weight, for, Well, for it? weight, they use like stone. Uh-huh. What is Stone. Uh, it's like 40 pounds you're right they do use kilometers not to measure people <laughs> <laughs> just dicks he was 0.0009 kilometers tall um yeah they, they do they use meters and centimeters i think for I, I don't know i've never asked an english person how tall they are english people tell us everything they, about they, you they don't all and please correct us first of all i want to know scottish listener do you guys say stone or was that more of an english thing second of all how common is it? Like, is it a generational gap thing where some people still say stone and some people only say kilograms? How does it work? I don't know. Because I remember reading about Christian Bale doing weight loss. And they were like, he lost six stone. And I was like, what the fuck is stone? 
<laughs> and then you look it up and it was like, is this many kilograms? And I was like, what the fuck is a kilogram? And I had to then figure that out. Um, what even is the lot? metric system? It's perfect. It's based on tens. What even is measurement? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's based on tens. So you know that one thing is 10 times another thing. It's not like a foot where it's 12 of one and you know, a yard is three of those. Okay, but I know that. Anyway, they're in the cafe and like they're reading a magazine and Joseph is like, whoa, would you believe that? And Smokey's like, that's some snake oil. And what is it though? What are they looking at? Jackie? He's like, hey, it's a double A cup to a C cup. So I guess it's like push up bra or something. Magic boob. It's like a wonder. Gel. It's a wonder bra. Is it? I think so. Oh, I thought it, it was like, like a bra. Oh, I didn't. I couldn't see what was in the magazine. I thought it was like some like breast enhancement it looked like pictures of brasiers brasiers <laughs> why did <laughs> you do that trying to say something brazilian <laughs> i thought it was like a a thing like a pill or a you know like it some, could be some, yeah some maybe bullshit. and it's using like bras to show you how you'll br- yeah. your breasts were changed yeah but yeah right. that could be it too good point good point good point but yeah so he's like going from a double a cup to a c cup they're and, looking at boob stuff yeah they're looking at like women's ads in a newspaper or a magazine um, yeah, and Joseph is facing and back the window. Then, a newspaper is is like a website, but it's printed on paper. Right, right, right. And to go to the other like sites, the hot links, they just tell you story continued on C five, and you have to figure out where C five is. And sometimes you can't, and it's really annoying. Yeah, and and the paper's too big, so it's awkward to hold it sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, and the ink rubs off. And if you're in the park, you can cut a hole in it and then pretend you're reading it, but secretly be spying on somebody. Oh, and you have to pay for it too. Not always. There's free ones. Oh, okay. Do you think those aren't as good, Miles? Well, I uh-huh. I think anytime you get something for free, it always devalues it in my head anyway. Mm. That's how you feel about gonorrhea, right? Um. Anyway. Uh, it's not free to get rid of, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Joseph is sitting facing the window, and you know while they were having a spirited discussion about boobs, uh, he notices some... Weird guy. Sh- weird, shadowy figure guy that looks... Like a like a vampire. Looks like a very young straights. Younger than we saw him straights. Um, outside the restaurant. But he's also just looking mad vampire-y. And instead of it being like, was that a trick of the mind? Or Maybe like the guy. the guy doesn't disappear. Joseph just leaves the cafe and he's just there. Very rude. He's just there. The guy did not try to hide or anything. He basically was sticking his head in the window to be like, hey, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, dude. Come out here. <laughs> I do this with restaurants in New York all the time, by the yeah. way. And... Nothing happens it's to me. It's very embarrassing for me. <laughs> um, Joseph goes out to confront him and they're kind of sidestepping each other, circling each other. And Joseph's like, you look kind of familiar because we can presume that he had met straights in the past being like Speedwagon's friend or whatever. He's like, you look like a little bit younger and your breath isn't steaming in the cold. And I swear I spotted a pair of fangs. Fangs. Just now. And and straights goes, the bigger to eat you with, my no. dear. Straits reveals his fangs, and does he go to jump at at uh, Joseph? Or I think he says, "I'm gonna kill you." Yeah, he does a <laughs> he does like a weird fighty pose. And Joseph does. What do you think he does? Does he uh, jump at him and try to hum on him? Does he does he run? Does he kick sand in his face? No, he he removes from his pocket a fully automatic weapon. Yeah, a Tommy gun. A Tommy gun with a drum magazine. That just little brat, brat, brat. Yeah, and he just. At, at uh, <laughs> very three different gun noises. Yeah, <laughs> at, I think mine was the best. Okay, I like yours. 
Thanks. At uh, Straits. I must assume he empties the entire magazine. And yeah. We, we and he's standing in front of the, the restaurant still and he's shooting into the he restaurant. Shoots through the restaurant. <laughs> and this is where I was thinking about how his grandma was like, be careful about other people. Yeah, he probably killed Smokey in this no, barrage. Because Smokey, when Smokey is talking, because Smokey is like, this guy is crazy. Where did he get a Tommy gun? He says that. He says, where did he get the, the machine gun? Bullets are flying like, was near Smokey. It? The kid is like, I've been with him this whole time. Yeah. Was he like, let me sit over here. I think he's, <laughs> I don't remember. I think he stole it from the mobster. I feel like that's the only way you could have gotten a Tommy gun he's in that just time. He's carrying around Well, a in Tommy America, Araki's impression of America is that you just walk into like, yeah. a corner store and you're like, uh, the Tommy gun, please. Everybody, like half the people are really overweight and you, right. everybody just has a They're gun. also racist and yeah. fully armed. So, so pretty accurate. So feels exactly Exist, like today. I mean... Yeah, um, <laughs> it's it certainly not has, much has changed. It certainly hasn't gotten better than that. Um, yeah. Although to be honest, violent crimes well, overall, a little bit. Violent but crimes overall really. have been on the decline over the last, I think, twenty years or so. So let's not get into this. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, the world is better than it was in the in the in the '30s and '40s. I think in some ways that's true. And um, black people can vote. I mean, that's cool. Mm, I mean, they couldn't back then. Hmm. They couldn't back then. That's There's true. A whole lot of voter suppression nowadays, though. But they still. Can. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, we should. Let's not. We don't know what we're talking about. Readers, write in and tell us what's different about America today versus <laughs> in 1938. <laughs> don't. I don't want to hear. And it. if you think that we should go back to 1938, don't write us. <laughs> um, and <laughs> or Damn. if you do, d- give us your address. Tell that to my grandfather. So we can dox you. All right. Aww. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, my I grandfather mean, is was he didn't die in the 30s. He made it out. And then he opened a pharmacy. Where is this going? Aww. Rest in peace, Jack. Uh, rest Aww. in pharmacy. So, Come on, Mark. Rest in, rest in <laughs> pharmacy. <laughs> um, it's, that is pretty good. Um, where's my mortar and pestle? Uh, rest in pestles? Yeah, rest in prescriptions. Ooh, rest in prescriptions. Rest in penicillin. Lots of peas. Rest in pills. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> I, think I'm, I think that's it. I don't really know what else I could do. Yeah, anyway, it's going to like haunt me for the rest of this. I'm going to be distracted talking and I'm just thinking of P words that have to do with pharmacies. Um, so he empties the entire fucking drum mag into the restaurant and hopefully just at straights. Um, and this is, the window is shattered. The window frame is smoking. <laughs> like, bullets have gone everywhere. There's no way. Ruined this restaurant. And he just, he's murdered at least a dozen people. Is this supposed to be like out of like The Godfather or something? Uh, it could be. Okay. It would have been out right. by then. Yeah, this is at It least. just feels, like it just felt very familiar to me. He was like, I believe you, but my Tommy gun don't. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Sonny Corleone and the Godfather gets uh, perforated pretty heavily, probably by a Tommy gun. Um, yeah. And I don't know what Joseph says to straights, if anything. Somebody oh, he says, says, I was waiting. I was waiting for you, right? I don't know. Somebody says this is war. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, says, he says, you think I wasn't ready for you? Yeah. He knew he, goes, he was coming. You think I'm a worm like you? No, that doesn't happen. Oh, that's Scarface. Yeah. And he's, he says something like, I was ready for you. He's like, I bet you're tougher than that. Like, he knows that he's not dead yet. He's not stupid enough to think. Yeah. And he goes, let off some steam. Nope. That's a different movie. You're, you're doing Commando. Oh, crap. Have you seen that movie? Uh, just, I, like, when I was a kid. It's a great movie. It's okay. a classic. Leave anything for us? Just bodies. <laughs> Um, and that ends the episode as he's talking about war and being ready for him he says that like I bet that hurt you know that's for Speedwagon he's crying and we start to hear 
the opening harmonics to Roundabout <laughs> by Yes. <laughs> Miles and I have become obsessed with the second dumb part of that song <laughs> that they use sometimes when they have to go into like longer when they when they can only play the second half of the credits in JoJo's where it starts with that weird keyboard that part sounds like a like a sonic level almost yeah um yeah so that was a pretty crazy uh first episode but that's pretty much episode 10 uh JoJo in New York what do you think Miles that's where I was going of I said it first of what um this episode of JoJo of Oh, um, I liked it. I, I thought the, the the Tommy gun was the funniest part. <laughs> it was just so unexpected. And I think I am going to like uh Joseph way better than Jonathan. Ooh. Yeah, it feels like he took feedback almost. Like they were like, please don't make the next character a little bitch. You it's kind of cool you get to see Joseph like backwards because you saw him as an old man as the oldest man first, I think. You saw his the oldest version of Joseph first. Yeah, that's true. Then you saw the second oldest version of Joseph when you saw the uh, what was it? The movies, the OVAs, right? It's like Benjamin Button yeah. for and me. And now you're seeing the youngest version of Joseph that we know of. Next, we're gonna see him as a baby, right? Is uh, that, no. Is that the next thing we're gonna watch, baby? No. Joseph? We could have if they zoomed into Edina's womb. We would have seen fetus. There should they should come out with a part that's not arena's uh, womb. Actually, they definitely should. You're right. You're right. Not arena's womb. Yeah, they we should. Win. They should definitely come out with a part that is in between Jonathan's story and Joseph's story. One hundred percent. So they kind of did. I've mentioned it. It's called George Joestar, spelled Jorge Joestar, and hmm. it's like, but it, it's about it's the like wrong someone person. threw all of JoJo's universe like into a blender, hit a button, and then like just slapped it on the paper it's fucking insane is it good i've heard it's good because it's insane i've read the summary of it it's got some spoilers for you guys but is baby joseph in i it? did mention to you guys that there's like a character later called funny valentine and that in this universe there's funny valentine and then their son funnier valentine and oh, then no. the funniest valentine no yes. and then the family dies off after that i guess you can't really go even funnier um there's like some other nut stuff. Um, is there a baby Joseph though? I don't know. Probably. There's like, it's. it sounds like everything is in it. It's just like the weirdest fanfic, but it sounds awesome. You know what's a good stand too? Octung baby. I thought yeah. the baby looked super cool with like the sunglasses. But that's and the not a stand. On. That's the user. Interestingly, the stand doesn't seem to have a form. Shizuka Joestar is Maybe it does, but we Joestar. can't see it. Yeah. You know? Oh, um, there are novels that continue part four that write like what happens a little bit in the town after part four. It's not not canon. There's a Dio's diary that helps uh, connect some events. So you get to know what Dio is doing on his lonesome. There's a novel that continues a character in part five. And uh, then there's the one I just mentioned, George Joestar. And I still don't know if I want to read them, but they have been translated, so... I have questions about something, but that would be spoilers. And I don't want to spoil anything for Miles, so I will ask you them later. Okay. 
Sorry, listeners. Listeners, if you have thoughts or feelings, I'm sure we got stuff wrong or missed some things or didn't talk about your favorite thing enough, write to us, jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Can you explain the, the metric system too? Yeah, what the, what's a stone? I still uh, don't follow know us what on that is. Twitter at jjbpod. Twitter. L- look at our Reddit posts on, uh, you can just look up the Reddit user me. Uh, so slash u slash jjbpod. It's the user profile. You'll also see me Posting about Quake Champions occasionally because I've been playing that a lot. Why are you using the JoJo's? Because I'm not going to make a second account. Oh. That account is all of us, even though you... you. I'm the only person who read it. You're the only person who read it. It's all of us. You never gave me the password. Typically, if I... Yes, I did. Typically, if I... But you are representing all of us. Yes. Technically, if you see the JJB pod doing something, it's probably Mark, a.k.a. I, I and I. Um... Sometimes, sometimes it's me on Twitter. It's Jackie on Twitter. Sometimes it's Miles now. Um, you really don't know who you're going to get, but you can safely assume it's Mark because Mark uh, has no life and is constantly uh, on social media. The only time I log into the Twitters is to bash Mark. So if the Twitter mm-hmm. suddenly is hostile toward Mark, it's, it's you can count on it being me. Or I'm, Mark on a depressed day. I'm always <laughs> logged into the Twitter, so I get notifications when people retweet us or like our tweets. And sometimes I will see that and then be like, oh, I like that this person replied to us, but I don't want to do it from our JoJo's account. So I do it from my personal account. I like log into my account and then I like give it a little heart on the Twitter. Very good. Twitter. Twitter. Uh, Don't forget, um, it's really important that everyone go see the movie uh, The Foreigner. (laughs) And give us uh, the names. It's a direct sequel to... (laughs) Um, Rush everything Hour you've 3. seen in JoJo's. I don't think... Oh, yes. <laughs> it's a sequel to Rush Hour 3. I don't think it is. I mean, it is. I haven't seen Rush Hour 3, I don't think. I don't know that I have. Were you surprised that in The Foreigner, Jackie Chan didn't... Um, like, when that guy got the nails through his foot, he didn't turn to the camera and go, he ain't gonna be in Rush Hour 5. <laughs> you surprised that didn't happen? Because I was waiting for it. Yeah. <laughs> the whole time. Or no Pierce Brosnan with his, like, weird Northern Ireland accent. How come there was no, like, blooper reel after the movie? <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, we saw The Foreigner a few days ago, and I liked it. Starring Jackie Chan. It Starring was good. Jackie Chan I think, and Pierce Brosnan. I think it needed more Jackie Chan. I think there yeah. was too much Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Yeah, it's Agreed. mostly about England and Northern Ireland. like Which, who cares? I mean, I thought it was fascinating. I care, but I also don't, don't understand any of the it's complicated like, political yeah, relationships. It was, it was the wrong venue to like learn about it, too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was like, wait, so they have a council for England's government? I was probably misinformed a lot. I was yeah. like, they just, Belfast just hired a bunch of, or Belfast, they just hired a bunch of ex-IRA people to be their politicians? I was like, that feels weird. Yeah. But, but what do I know? Hey, write in. It could be true. It to us. <laughs> explain it to us, please. Yeah, could you just write in and tell us the entire history of the Troubles up to t- till today? <laughs> yeah. I do, if, for anybody who's from England or Ireland, um... I do take pleasure, or Northern Ireland, because it is an incorporated territory. I do take pleasure a in, controversial stance, in telling way. people that uh, the Irish car bomb drink that we have in the United States is a very fucked up term. <laughs> it's a very fucked up phenomenon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a drink. People Irish. There's a lot of order. offensive Isn't it all, to Irish people. Paddy wagon? Can't it yeah. also like curdle very quickly and like ruin your day? I don't drink, um, and I assume that's why people drink it so quickly when they drop it in there. Oh, okay. 
Don't uh, drink. Just to cover all our bases, uh, we don't know anything. Just write in and tell True. us. I mean, I did a presentation about you know. it a little while ago. I know a little bit. About. People have done this before. Well, they'll they'll email us and they'll tell us all the things that we don't know. They'll be like, "Hey, so I googled this for you," or they'll, they'll send us. <laughs> no the one, fucking, no one says that. People send us the Wikipedia page for things. <laughs> yeah, one that, one guys, person did the that. Wikipedia page That's for rugby. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone does that. One, Everyone is one, like, you one, guys are stupid. No, it didn't happen. They were very nice about it. They sent us the page for rugby. Someone else actually took the time to tell us that a rugby ball is just called a ball. <laughs> <laughs> and not a, a, a pellet or whatever we jokingly assumed it was called. <laughs> They're all laughing at At me. least this yeah. season, like we know about America. Yeah. So, and we should tell them at every turn. We can tell you the We truth. already have told them that so far it's pretty accurate. Yeah. Though I don't know what New York was really like in the 30s, because I was, or the 40s, or whatever, because I right. wasn't there. I mean, Anarchy was writing from the perspective of somebody in like 1988. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, he was writing this in 88. So and how much has changed? We are all over 300 pounds. We do all have guns at this table, um, <laughs> and we're pretty racist. So not much has changed, indeed. And I want to say we're not racist, but America is. We're not any of those things. And speak uh, for yourself. Thank you for listening. And don't take anything we say seriously. Um, and, and we, we hope, love you. And we love you. Say it, Miles. Say it. I love you. All right. Okay, that was grosser than it should have been. <laughs> and we hope you have a great week. We're done. Bye. Don't forget to vote days ago. It already happened. Bye. Don't forget to vote next year. Well, our international listeners are like, what yeah, is maybe, American maybe they voting? Have, maybe they have elections coming up. So do those. Just vote. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, vote. Vote all the time if you can vote. If you're vote, if you vote, vote all the time. <laughs> Go down to your local high school and say, why isn't it open? Vote these, twice. Commit get, fraud. Get these fucking kids out of here. Vote for in Eurovision or vote, whatever, vote whatever you guys have. Vote for there. Eurovision? What is, what is it's, the, what it's is a their, song competition. What is their co- competition? <laughs> yeah. They're like oh, American okay. Idol, but I for thought, all of I Europe. I thought you meant like a political thing. But no, said, it's no. like all of Europe has an American Idol, but it's not American Idol. It's yeah. like probably, it probably came before American Idol. I believe Idol. Eurovision is a it's thing. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.